You are now entering the Brooklyn. Your hosts are the intrepid and all-knowing Jason T. Gaffney and the insipid and unknowing Kevin Held. Join these two buddies as they explore history and find the bright side in shitty things. Hello. Hello. You're on the bright side with Kevin and Jason. I'm your co-host, Kevin Held. And I'm your other co-host, Jason T. Gaffney. Yay. It's so good to be back. I just missed you. How Welcome you doing? back. I'm yeah. good. I'm good. I know it's only been a, a week, but still, I missed you. It's nice to do this again. I know. I'm feeling good. How it's you good. It's, uh, I'm happy to do this because it's a nice little welcome break from all the other stresses of... I mean, good stresses, but still stresses of, of uh, production life and sure. producer life. Sure. Uh, working hard on... Finishing up out of body, we're super close. Oh, that's and, exciting! Uh, it's uh, by the time that this is this airs, we may have a final, final, final. Really? Uh, so if not, it'll be the week after. So okay. Should be, should be soon. So we're gonna start submitting for film festivals, all that good stuff. Awesome. But I'm yeah. excited to have news later. Yeah. Like, but and it, I'm and I'm also happy that that um this that that you writing this and editing this. <laughs> podcast is a welcome break from your production line. <laughs> With my schedule, what I've done is I've turned over all of the editing to Jason now, <laughs> and I just, I, I, I used to just show up and be snarky. Now that's truly what I do. I barely show up, and yeah, he you, does all the rest of it. You show up. I show up. That's, and you have a haircut. It looks I, good. <laughs> I show up fresh. I'm not fresh shaven at all, but I do have a haircut. That's true. Uh, but I appreciate you taking over the, <laughs> now Jason is now doing all of the production work on this as well as everything else. And, uh, I appreciate it. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> that's why you may have noticed our valued listeners that the episodes are slightly shorter. Oh yes. We are They're, doing a little less. We're going a little more condensed. We figure. I, uh, that's our gift to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our gift to you is less of us. Less of us. It's what people have been clamoring for. <laughs> So we listened. <laughs> we listened and we took action. That's right. <laughs> okay, well, thanks. That's our show. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs> bye bye. So, okay, shall we get into the show? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> How are you? You good? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Um, Valentine's Day just happened. Yeah. And Valentine's Day is, for anyone in the service industry, an utter shit show. So. <laughs> All, all of my food service industry uh, fellow professionals, I, I applaud you. I salute you. You've made it. You yes. survived another day of love, which actually turns into hate rather quickly. <laughs> you want how many pot pies? <laughs> oh, this is my public service announcement, and I think I can actually do the world a lot of good with it. Don't go out to eat on the holidays. <laughs> Ah, don't do it. <laughs> There's enough people doing it already. Every, do, go on a Tuesday. Tuesday is the best. I love going on Tuesdays. Matt That's and I go best. out on Tuesdays all the time because yeah. we don't have to wait. Right. And then we get, like, inevitably a happy server who's not exhausted. Yep. And then we get to tip well because we're like, no one's here, so we feel like we have the place to ourselves. Yep. And then we feel good about everything. It's, it's the best possible time to go. Tuesday. It's a win-win-win. It is. So st- stop it. I don't care when Valentine's Day happens. Go on a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's on a Tuesday? Valentine's Day? Go on a different Tuesday. <laughs> go next Tuesday. Happy second Tuesday, yeah. Valentine. 
Um, everybody loves a belated celebration just as much as the real day. Yeah, of course. Um, so yeah, so do yourself the favor and don't just go. Don't go with the crowds. Don't be a lemming. Come on, dance to your own drummer. <laughs> All right, so shall we? Yeah, give me that bright spot. All right, so every week we talk about some tragedy, but before we get there, we're going to talk about something that's going on in the news right now Okay. That we can take some heart from. Yes. And uh, this week, our bright spot is sports. What? Kind of. Wow. Uh, except not really. Okay. I care about one thing in, during the Super Bowl. So the Super Bowl happens. Buts. What? Buts. No. Okay. I care about two things <laughs> at the Super Bowl. Yes. The halftime show, okay, which I'll watch sometime later. I don't. It's not something I. Uh, God damn, I do not. I'm not into sports. Yes. <laughs> and the butts. The but butts. The butts of are the players nice. are beautiful. You can watch those anytime, though. Yes. And uh, I do love the halftime show, and that's pretty much it. Now okay. I found a second thing, or maybe third, to like about the Super Bowl. All right, our bright spot this week is that thirty thousand pounds of leftover food from the Hard Rock Stadium. Uh -huh. who hosted the Super Bowl in Florida, have been donated to Florida shelters. Homeless Yay. shelters and um, and rescue and, and missions and uh, to people in need of food. That's so great. So they've donated 30,000 pounds. Now, the quality of said food, eh, I don't know. <laughs> it's chicken wings and it's, ten it's ribs and it's like sausages and stuff. So, But it's food. Yeah, it's food. And better sure. than, than throwing it away. And yeah. All those animals that were killed, if they're not going to get eaten, then that's kind of useless. It's a total waste, right? Yeah. So I, I just love, because that's 30,000 pounds of food to donate that. That's a massive undertaking. It was not an idea they just had. Yeah. You know, I mean, so I love that it was a plan in place and they had this stuff prepositioned and ready to go that whatever we don't go through, we can, and that is still, you know, edible and still safe to eat, we will donate to the people who really need it. So though there will be even more gastrointestinal trouble in southern Florida than there usually is sure. this week, uh, there will be a lot of more full bellies. So um, I think that that's just a wonderful thing and I, I applaud the NFL and, and the Hard Rock Stadium for getting that done. I love that. Yeah. And uh, I don't even know who won the Super Bowl, but if I really think about it, you know who won the Super Bowl? The homeless. Yep. They, they're the winners. Mm -hmm. uh, no, I just think it is a really cool program that happened. I love to see unused food be used. I love instead that. Instead of wasted. So yeah. that was a very good thing. And that's our bright spot this week. Hooray. Sports. Food. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that's my thing. That is my last contribution to the show. All What's, right. What have you got? Are you ready for this? I hope so. All right. Clowns. Oh, not ready. Traveling. Okay. Hanging. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, oh, this was that terrible spate of clown lynchings in the 20s, isn't it? No. No? All right. That's that a, is that an episode for a different day? That's fine. That's right. <laughs> I don't even think that's a real thing. Okay. But we're going to be talking about the infamous case of Mary the Elephant, or as locals called her, Murderous Mary. What? Yep. So last week we talk, we uh, talked about Robert Liston yeah. and cutting off limbs and stuff, right? Sure, yeah. And one of your guesses was that he amputated a trunk off of an elephant. Oh, okay. And that led you down this weird rabbit hole? Did well, it? it got me thinking, are there any elephant tragedies? Oh, I love it. And there are. Of I course. found one. Yay. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> oh, you know. Good. <laughs> 
<laughs> we haven't had some good animal amuse on the show in a while. <laughs> so we start with Charlie Sparks. Great. Charlie Sparks was a man who had a traveling circus. Mm-hmm. Sparks World Famous Shows was the name of the circus. World Famous? I don't know. Yeah, well, I guess maybe in a day it was. Mm -hmm. They were a traveling circus that would go from town to town with their show, entertaining the masses left and right. A la traveling circus. Yeah. Sure. They're like, hey, y'all, I have a circus. Come see my clowns. (laughs) (laughs) Was that World Famous Charlie Sparks? Oh, Hang on, let me get my stomach growl. Is that your stomach? Yeah. Do you want some uh, chicken wings, leftover chicken wings, or some, <laughs> <laughs> some yeah. charcuterie? I love them. <laughs> now, no. they were going around left and right, right? Sure. But Charlie Sparks was never able to compete with other circuses. No, the ones that you've heard of. Like Barnum and Bailey. Right. So Barnum and Bailey were but a dream for Charlie Sparks. He's like, someday, mama, I'll be as big as them. Someday. <laughs> But they weren't even in competition with them. They were that how that's how lowly they were. They were really in competition with another circus that walked around the same area. I see. Called John Robinson's Four Ring Circus and Menagerie. Four ring. Four oh, ring. Shit, they added a whole ring. Yeah. So you gotta get a gimmick. Yeah. I don't have three rings. I have four rings. Four rings? Yeah. What's the fourth ring even for? Oh my goodness, guys. Look, I have five rings. Oh what shut up, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Charlie? It's ridiculous. I have six rings. Four rings was an innovation, okay? <laughs> Five rings is stupid. <laughs> this is why you'll never be Barnum. Cut to the Olympics. No, no, five circles seems like a good thing. Five rings, five rings, five rings is a good idea. <laughs> Charlie in his grave. Fuck! <laughs> so, people back then would judge a circus all the time, right? But they would really judge a circus based on how many animals and railroad cars it had. Okay. So, like, if it, the more railroad cars in the train, sure. the better the circus. Okay. So Even why don't just add empty railroad cars, right? Well, yeah, I don't know. I would. That's it's, what I would do if I was a real circuit. Yeah. yeah. Look, I'm just this. I'm giving this to the people for free. If you're going to start a famous, world famous circus, more cars. What you first want to do is really invest in railroad cars. So, Sparks had ten cars. His circus had ten railroad cars. He should have just gotten a few more, is what I'm saying. You, you don't, you could have empty cars. If you're, if, if railroad cars is how you're judging a circus, get more fucking railroad cars. Right. Well, John Robinson had 42 cars. Yeah, that's my point, is, you know, so, Charlie just doesn't get it. Barnum and Bailey, mm-hmm. they had 84. 84 cars. Yeah, so they would have needed... Yeah, but 30 of them were empty. That's my point. <laughs> That's my whole point. Hey, Barnum. Barnum. <laughs> yeah? We're going to add another 10 cars this year. Listen, you don't get to where I am by being stupid. Make it 15. 15. Aye, aye. <laughs> quote from BlueRidgeCounty.com. Quote, what else did Sparks offer? Educated sea lions. Oh. Grease-painted and powdered dogs and humans... Posing like Greek statues, clowns, the man who walks upon his head, and elephants. His own head? Yeah. Have you ever... Why would you put grease paint on a dog? I don't know. That's a terrible idea. I just... These poor dogs that get powdered and like... Yeah. I love Charlie right now. I'm going to do a circus! (laughs) He has no idea. Charlie's so fucked. Hey, hey. Get me a bunch of dogs. (laughs) Put some powder on them. We've got ourselves a show. (laughs) The roar of the grease paint. The smell of the dogs. Uh, Hey, hey, dog. That's not how that goes, Charlie. (laughs) 
Hey, dog. <laughs> stand there. <laughs> like a statue. <laughs> Do nothing. No, stop moving. Stop moving. Oh, no, the dog's moving. <laughs> this circus sucks. <laughs> Shut up, I've got 50 cars. Crazy, too, because you can train dogs. <laughs> no, you can't. Well, their most famous elephant okay. was Mary. Okay. Uh, she was apparently... Yeah, for murder. Not yet. <laughs> it started this by saying Mary the murderous elephant. Murderous Mary, get her name right. Whatever. So Mary was apparently three inches bigger than Barnum's biggest elephant, Jumbo. Okay. So that was their big claim to fame. They're like, come meet Mary. She's bigger than Bonham and Bailey. Wow. That's like a guy in a, like, a gay guy in a nightclub going mm-hmm. up and being like, you don't want that guy. My inch is a, a my, <laughs> <laughs> my inch is a dick bigger. You sound like, <laughs> you sound like some gay guys I've met in clubs. <laughs> I was like, I'm actually pretty spot on. Yeah. Hey, my inch is a dick. <laughs> I'm gonna go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> actually, um, I I also met some gay. Uh, I met I I actually met Mary the murderous gay guy. <laughs> <laughs> Had a trunk like an elephant. Oh man. Well, all right. So Charlie Sparks would claim that Mary could quote play twenty five tunes on the musical horns without missing a note. Sure. Uh, it's just that the tunes all sounded like. Not a horn, not her trunk. <laughs> I like the idea though that she's like singing like you know Mary had a little lamb. And it's just like. <laughs> I don't even know that. That's a cat. <laughs> it wasn't twenty-five tunes so much as it was twenty-five verses of the same tune. <laughs> So the other thing that she could do uh, was that she could pitch a baseball, oh. um, and she did it so well that apparently a whole bunch of people were impressed. <laughs> okay. They're like, she can throw a ball. Did she ever make it to the big leagues? That's what I want to know. Well, she was big, and she made a league. True, true. She was big and in a league of her own. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what that movie was about. If you build it, the elephant will come. <laughs> However, mm-hmm. Mary was not impressive enough on her own, and Sparks had what only... What the fuck do the people want? She can play songs and pitch baseballs, and she's biggest elephant in the world? Jesus. Well, the thing is that Sparks' circus only had five elephants, whereas Robinson had 12. Only had five? Yeah. Okay. So... That is, that is pitiful. Yeah. And, you know, ten cars, That's five, five elephants. five of those ten cars, though, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, hey, what if we put all the elephants together? Then it'll look even more impressive. <laughs> we just won't let people know what's in the other cars. Man, there's only five of them. Oh. No. <laughs> the one car just keeps breaking. <laughs> Stop putting all the elephants in the same car. It's too heavy. <laughs> oh. And Mary's like, I'm not heavy. I'm husky. <laughs> it's a perfectly healthy weight yes. for an adult elephant. <laughs> Sparks' circus was often forced to go to places where the bigger circuses wouldn't go. Oh, sure. You know, like smaller southern towns. Yeah. You know, the places that bigger circuses didn't necessarily want to go. Want to go. Yeah. Yeah. Used to be a one-horse town. Now it's a five-elephant town. (laughs) (laughs) No, wait. It's tough growing up in a five-elephant town. (laughs) So... 
the circuses in the day, they would end up sending people in advance uh, to put up advertisements. And then on the day of the show, they would have a big parade and then have a two-show day. Mm-hmm. So they're like, hey, everybody, get ready for the circus. The next day, it's like, here's our parade, la, 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 we're going to do a circus. <laughs> and everyone's like, ooh, ah. And the third day, they would do the circus. Yeah. And then they do two shows in the same day, and mm-hmm. everyone would be happy. And break it down and go to the next town. Yeah. Get your money. So, as with all circuses, people would come uh, and go from the troupe, right? And on Monday, September 11th, 1916... Oh, great. I know. Another tragedy that happened on September 11th. Well, hard to keep track. A 30-year-old man named Walter Eldridge would sign up to join Charlie Sparks' show. Ah. Now, he had... Oh, my God, my stomach. Can you hear that? Yes, I I heard that one, yeah. If you hear this at home, just know I'm starving. <laughs> I need them to send wings to me. We're at your house. Why I, didn't you eat? I don't know. I thought I had eaten. I was doing well. <laughs> I need more. <laughs> <laughs> My stomach's like Audrey. Not enough. <laughs> <laughs> so Walter Eldridge basically had been in this town. He was kind of homeless, wandering around. He got a job at a hotel. It was like a bellhop. Mm-hmm. And then the circus came, and he's like, I hate being a bellhop. I'm going to go be in a circus. Sure. I feel like a bellhop in a southern town is not as exciting as the circus. Yeah, well, sure. especially like a, a five-elephant town. Right. Like, if it was like a ten-elephant town, eh, maybe there's I mean, stuff there's, to do. There's stuff to watch. Yeah, yeah. you've got nightclubs. Yeah. But not here. <laughs> uh, so Walter was actually nicknamed Red because he was a redhead. Well, yeah, it was a, it was a simpler time. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm going to call you Red because you've got red hair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. I thought it was because of my permanently red nose from my drinking problem. <laughs> I also like the idea of, no, we've got two Walters in this town. <laughs> You're going to be red. That's one too many. Yep. Yeah. Well, two Walters? Who can keep that many people in their head? <laughs> There's 40 people in this Get town. Get out of here, Red. Yeah. <laughs> well, the circus was like, welcome aboard, Red. <laughs> and then they were like, what training do you have? Unfortunately, we have a Red. How do you feel about purple? Uh, fuchsia. <laughs> Maybe mauve. <laughs> mauve. So Red was like, I have no training. And they were like, great, you're perfect. Fantastic. You're That's just what we're looking for. <laughs> you're perfect for working with the elephants. What? Yeah. So with our pride and joy right in there. Okay. So the very next day, they went to a, a new town in Sullivan County, Tennessee. Okay. And Red was placed on top of Mary for the parade. No. They're like, you're perfect. The guy with no training with elephants. With our star of our show. Okay. He was handed a giant stick with a pokey stabbing end on it to keep her moving and in line. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> in Tennessee, I guess they've never seen a redhead before. Maybe he's the new headliner. <laughs> <laughs> come one, come all. It's a ginger. He's part of the freak show. That's what they hired him for. <laughs> You've seen a man walk on his head. You've seen a bearded lady. But have you seen a, a redhead man? <laughs> what? So they were uh, basically they trained the elephants with these stabby things, which is terrible. That what I learned is that they they basically when they're young they poke them a lot, so they bleed. So the elephant learned like this is a shitty thing. Don't you don't want to get poked? No. And if they poke you, you do what they want, right? Yeah. Basically, like abuse training. Okay. They were mid route for the parade when Mary noticed a bit of watermelon, and she's like, "I'm hungry, just like me." She's like, "I'm hungry, sure. bitch. I need to eat." Mary said, 
That was her elephant's stomach. <laughs> yeah. So she stopped to grab the watermelon. She's like, I'm going to eat this. Where was the watermelon? On like, the sitting on a post of, box or something? Side of the parade, yeah. Okay. And well, red. So is the real villain of this story whoever left an uneaten watermelon hanging around? This is my. This is the whole point. Like, uneaten food, like food that goes to waste is terrible cost lives lives. yeah so red was like no ma'am you're not gonna stop this is my first day so he stabbed her uh in a spot near her jaw that was very tender oh fudge and she was like oh fuck no Uh uh-huh so she grabbed red with her trunk Uh picked him up Threw him onto the ground, oh. which they think was the initial thing that killed him. Okay, well, and that's then probably she, a blessing. Then she stomped on his head, mm, crushing mm, it. That definitely killed him. Uh, witnesses claim that his, when his head was stomped on, blood and brains went everywhere. Okay. So she basically turned his head into a watermelon. Sure. She's like, oh, I can't eat a watermelon? Guess what? You're now a watermelon, bitch. Wow. <laughs> so he had one day in the circus. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> It's a hard life in a circus. It is a hard life. <laughs> they, the manager, Man, a good career. The manager basically has a board with like fifty-seven days since an incident. He's like, "God uh-huh. damn it!" And he starts wiping it off. Can I have the? Can I have the eraser? <laughs> 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 Fucking newbies. <laughs> so oh, there's a few conflicting stories Slightly. that claim afterwards, after she stomped on him, she mm. then roared triumphantly and kicked the body into the crowd. Some people said she had a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> poke me, will you, bitch? I poked your face with my whole foot. Threw him into the crowd? No. I'm sure she didn't. I think people were just scared and alarmed because sure. it's a, elephants are big. Because once you kill somebody, the crowd becomes everyone right yeah. away. Like so, everywhere. The crowd is now everywhere. A man in the crowd, uh, Hench Cox. I Hench think Cox? Me. Yeah, I guess. Oh, did you research this? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he decided to fire his thirty-two thirty into Mary five times. No. However, it did not stop her. No. Because bullets back then were pitiful compared to bullets today. Also, um, she's an elephant. Yeah, she's an elephant. So she's now freaking out mm. and going on a rampage because she's like, you fucking shot me? Sure. He stabbed me. He I shot didn't... me just for killing a guy and yeah. stomping on his head. <laughs> And the crowd started chanting her, that they wanted her dead, but nothing was working, right? So finally, after a lot of chaos, the circus was able to contain her and get her away All from right. the crowd. Uh, and they brought her back to the show where Charlie Sparks basically was faced with a tough decision. Uh-huh. All these other towns that they were going to go to heard about Mary, and they were like, we don't want a fucking murderous elephant to come to our town. Well, sure. So they basically were heading to a big, a really big payday city called Johnson City, and the people there already hated circuses, like the uppity ups, the 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 politicians. Why were they going? No, they were going because the masses loved it, but oh. the the you know the the cops and the politicians were like, circuses bring disease and vagrants and murderous elephants. Sure, murderous <laughs> elephants. Yeah, it's a bit of a public health issue. They're like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, they always are looking for any reason to shut down a circus and say, get the fuck out. I see. Mary and, you know, basically watermelon was... heads is as good a reason as any. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I mean, yeah, you're not, you're not. Context, sure. Was she goaded? Okay, yes, but yeah. also, you know, you, she is a murderous elephant at this point. Yeah, she she has in front of uh, several hundred people at least uh-huh. actively committed a crime. Hard to argue that she didn't do it. Sure. Basically, they uh, and other cities started hearing about Mary, and they're like, no, we can't. We yeah. can't do this. We right. can't have Mary show up. And you can't really release her into the wild at this point. <laughs> <Yeah>. She's injured <laughs> and she's crazy. Yeah, and, and now in Tennessee. So, yeah, I know. <laughs> Christ. I think that's... 
Wasn't that like Harper Lee's memoirs, Injured and Crazy in Tennessee? <laughs> I think it should be. Anyway, it should be somebody's. Yeah. So he decided to hold a public execution for her. For the elephant. For the elephant. Uh, because oh he's like, God. I'm gonna let, I'm gonna hold an execution. Wait, did you say hanging before? Basically, they're they, not gonna hang an elephant. They would go to the town of from Earth. what? They would go to the town of a Earth. train trestle. They would go to the town. What could even hold an elephant? They would go to the town. How are they gonna? Of Irwin. How many people want to see? <laughs> oh my God! They're gonna hang an elephant. They would go to the town of Irwin, Tennessee, to hang her. No. <laughs> no. So I'm laughing not because they're gonna hang her. I'm just Kevin's reaction is so good. <laughs> Oh my god! It, With what? It, we'll get there. <laughs> it's important to note that Tennessee had 214 lynchings between 1882 and 1930. Oh, so they knew what they were doing. Where most were black men. Mm. Uh, quote from DailyMail.com.uk. Quote, found guilty of such crimes as fighting a white man and having bad character. Sure. So, you know, Tennessee was known for, like, I don't like this thing, so let's just hang it at this time. Lord. So it made sense to them that they would hang Mary. They're like, yeah. Jesus. They would attach uh, Mary. (laughs) I I can't believe I'm reading this. I mean, this is horrifying, but, I mean, if you're going, if you already decided to kill an elephant, exactly how do you do that? They they basically decided to... Drown her? That's You just stick oh, her trunk out of the water, God. like just breathe. That's true. It's so hard. You have you ever tried to drown an elephant? Really hard. <laughs> no, I, I don't go around just well, trying to drown things. All right, just take it from me. So I, that's <laughs> disturbing. They would attach Mary to a giant crane, and oh. they would try once, but the chain would snap. Well, of course. Did they notice she's a goddamn elephant? A lot of people freaked out and ran away after the first round because it was not great. No, because then she fell then. Yeah. Uh Then they would successfully hang her on the second try. With what? A chain? A bigger chain. A bigger chain. They didn't try the big chain first. It was not great. So once they hung her, everyone was kind of like, this was a really bad idea. We all feel really shitty now. Oh, so. Because, like, hanging an animal is not a... pleasurable thing yeah p.s everybody here's your here's your post the event trigger warning (laughs) (laughs) this episode contains this shit yeah so she uh so yeah they ended up burying her nearby but only after a vet examined her and learned that the spot where red had poked her was actually a massively infected tooth oh so it was not just a normal poke she was goaded by something she had no control over, and she's an animal, mm. so she doesn't understand. And so technically she was justified in her actions. Like, well, she thought he was trying to kill... Like, the pain she felt initially was probably, like, he's trying to kill me. Right. I mean, this is the Fight origin of Stand Your Ground laws, I think. <laughs> we found it here first, yeah. folks. Mm-hmm. So everyone now feels extra gross because they're like, oh. Yeah, we thought we... it would be just a fun lark to hang an elephant. Turns out it was really traumatizing for yeah, all of us. Yeah, it turns out everyone's really upset by this. The people of Irwin, Tennessee would be forever known as the people who hung an elephant. Sure. So people would go to other towns and they'd find <laughs> out. They'd be like, where are you from, pal? You hear that? <laughs> I'm from Irwin, Tennessee. Did you? 
Did you hang an elephant? No, or no, no, uh, no, uh, no. Uh, I- I'm hung like an elephant. That's what it was. That's what it was. Pretty sure y'all did some no, fucked no, up shit like no, hanging no, an elephant. No, no, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm hung like an elephant. I'm hung. Like... <laughs> we don't serve people from Irwin, Tennessee. We like elephants in this part of Tennessee. All right, I understand. <laughs> the the stain of this blight has actually followed them to this day. People will go to Irwin, Tennessee and go into City Hall and yell at them and parade people and be like, you assholes hung an elephant. What year was this? Uh, 1916 or something like that. Okay, like, we should get over it, right? This yeah. is the great-grandchildren now of the people who hung the elephant, maybe. <laughs> Well, you know, not depending on migration patterns, so come on. The town in 2016 decided to take action about this. They were still getting that many kooks at the uh, town halls? Oh, yeah. Jesus. They would be led by a person named Jamie Rice, who is the head of the group Rise Irwin, which dedicates raising money to help elephants every year. Okay. Wow. Really? Yeah. Okay. Quote from NPR.org, quote, Beginning in 2016, the 100th anniversary of Mary's hanging, Erwin mm-hmm. began what it hoped would become an, an annual ritual, a week-long series of events to celebrate elephants. That first year, the town paid nearly $9,000 for local artists to paint eight fiberglass elephants. They were displayed all over town and then auctioned off. Okay. And all the money raised goes to help elephants. Okay. I'm getting a whiff of the bright side. Yeah, well, there, there's an element of they are kind of a their own version of Salem. A lesser tragic, well, still plenty tragic, but a lesser, like they didn't kill, you know, a hundred elephants. Sure. Like Salem killed a hundred people. Okay, so but, this place that was a lynching capital of the world, right, hung one elephant, and now this is their idea of reparations for that. How are we doing with racism in Tennessee? So... This is a small victory uh-huh. for <laughs> one elephant, and you guys are now fucking. You've, you've got the. You're, now you're Jane Goodall for elephants. <laughs> God damn. Well, it just goes to show you that. Yeah. Yeah. How many people are going to the town halls and screaming about the lynching of black men? I'm. I'm not sh- as many. Sure, not as many. One elephant, and not as many as should be. Okay. Uh, so hopefully, Tennessee can learn from this experience to help. Reparation, yeah. reparations for, for black people sure. across the board. I, I, I would like to encourage anyone who happens to be in Irwin to go to your local city hall and start screaming. <laughs> <laughs> what is the bright side? Hey! First. Well, the elephant thing is good. <laughs> the elephant thing is great. They're, they're, it they're, is good, not to denigrate that. They're making amends, and in the long run, uh, they, they're making a pretty strong impact on the preservation of elephants. They're, they're doing a great job of, like, they, they've teamed up with a local elephant sanctuary in uh, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. There is one. Okay. Who uh, what? Yeah. So you could have put her there. <laughs> no, this was after the fact. I wasn't there. Right, right, yeah. Right, right. But this this one sanctuary, they, they specialize in rescuing elephants from circuses. Oh. And rehabilitating oh, them and man. giving them a better life. If only that had been around. I know. Back oh, then. my God. Sure. So, the other bright side is, since Mary, no other elephant has been hung. Okay, she's unique case. That's good. I so, mean, that's good. We They sure. learned right from the get-go, don't do this. <laughs> Some things you only have to do once. Well, be, <laughs> hanging an elephant is one of them. To be fair, there's an actual photo out there of her hanging. Oh. And I've, I've looked at it, so you don't have to. Oh. It's... Pretty fucking awful. That's horrible. Uh, yeah. There's dispute as to whether it's been doctored since, but, like, there definitely was a photo taken. 
Okay. I think someone cleaned it up so it's easier to see or something when the doctoring. But, like, once people saw this in the newspapers, I think they were all like, let's not do that again. That's not a thing anymore. Yeah. like we tried that. That's, yeah. You know. So. Um, Done with that. You know, in the, in the town. Our, our hanging elephants phase as humanity was short. <laughs> <laughs> but it was um, also awful. It was short and mighty. <laughs> 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 oh, okay. Another thing that I think we we learned is that if you stab an animal, they're probably gonna fight back. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, I'm not mad at. Well, them I think what that. we've learned is if you're gonna stab an animal, kill an animal. I mean, right right <laughs> away, yeah, right away. So the town Don't make an elephant mad. Why was that, man? That's that's what they were gonna cover on day two for red. Yeah, that's don't make the don't 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 stab an animal without intent to kill. Right. That's day two training. Ah, he never got there. The final thing I figured out was that like the town did seem to learn from their past mistakes. They're trying to do better. Yeah. The young the younger generations uh, are really getting active. There, there's a young uh, bunch of high schoolers who got active and and I think won the NPR podcasting award highlighting this episode of history and, really? and highlighting their shame and being oh. like we fucked up and we're trying to do better now. Oh. And so it's you I'd know. like them not to carry that much uh, guilt about it because they had nothing to do with it. But you know, I appreciate that. I mean it's it's you know it's it's very much in the mode of the bright side, which is sure. taking this really awful thing and turning it into something good and positive and creative and helpful. Well, and, and, and my thing always is, is that, like, yes, I was not responsible for past generations doing a bad thing. However, if I can help undo the damage and yeah. the bad, the, the animosity between demographics or anything, I'm going to do what I can because, like, I, I'm a part of the lineage that, you know, like, like, spoiler alert, in Frozen 2, if you're part of the lineage that causes a war to start, mm-hmm. you should be part of the lineage to help Rep- repair the damages oh, okay. of the war. Thank you. Just to kind of, you know, pay it back to those who suffered and lost in the past. Sure. So. Also, Elsa turns out to be her own mother. Spoiler alert. That's not true. Oh. She's not her own Maybe mother. Maybe I read that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's all for me. I love it. Well, thank you very much. This was uh this is just an awful thing. Just awful. And I just am so glad to know about it now. Yeah. Uh now good luck sleeping today, everybody. <laughs> So we hung an elephant. If if you've got uh, as people, people if, did that. If you're inspired, you know, maybe throw a couple bucks towards some elephant sanctuaries yeah, after listening idea. to this, or our way. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, yeah, fine. Either way, we're good. So thanks for coming and listening this week. We'll see you again next week. We'll see you soon. Bye bye. We hope you've liked this episode of The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. If you did, please throw us some stars and give us a review on iTunes. It really helps others find the show. And if you didn't, just keep it to yourself or tell your diary. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram, at BrightSideKandJ, and on Facebook at The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. All our past episodes are also streaming on our website, www.TheBrightSideWithKevinAndJason.com. Until next week, don't forget to look look on on the the bright bright side. side!